Fucking yep. legend. Oh, yeah. Shout out the boys. All right, let's get her going here, boys. We're, no, we're already going. We're episode going. 38 now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're on episode, now. 38, episode 38, we're on to now. Right. First time we've ever been together doing one of these live in person. All right, wait, wait, back the it Pete, up. The, the Pete's just showed up. <laughs> the fat guy in the middle of the pod. You guys throw it Right at the start, right at the start. Right at the start. Get him on here on the pod. Tell him to go ahead and fucking guest here. Someone do a class and start it again. No, we don't need the claps. We don't need the claps. We don't need the claps. We got it. We'll let Ty. We'll we'll let Ty do his intro, off the top of the head. We're already going. We're going. This is the first time we've ever done a podcast all together in person. First time I've seen Dylan Kelly here in fucking ten years. First time these two have met. I guess you guys fucking drove up here for how many hours to drive you guys to take out? It was about three and a half, I think. Yeah. So me and B Nicks. First time these guys meet each other, three fucking hour car ride. That must have been a fucking journey, eh? How was, how was the ride up here, first of all? It was pretty fucking clean. I mean, uh, I take it a thousand years to tell a story. I'm already fucking up, <laughs> choking up my words. So um, I think I told, I think I, bought, I got about a story and a half uh, on the whole ride here. So you know, it was a great it was a great ride. I hear Strom in the fucking background rustling the bags around like you couldn't care less. So was, that's great. But uh, yeah. No, the, the ride was good. I was happy we had our boy B Nicks here. Rode up with Stu because if not, then uh, Stu was just going to tell the same story for about seven hours straight. And we had our guy B Nicks at least to hold him in line. And he was able to say, like, hey, like, okay, so get to the story. Get to the point. Get to the point. It was a great ride. It's great to meet the boys. Like I said, I, I've talked to Stu for probably, what, like fucking 100 hours on a pod? 37 never episodes. Him. 37 yeah. episodes, 100 hours. I... I been boys with Ty forever, but haven't talked to him in 10 years. It's been a great weekend. It's been a great shit to like, meet the boys and hang out with the boys and have a weekend. That's why we're doing live pods. We're yeah. doing real pods. It's been well, great. The whole fucking reason we all got together to do this shit was because of uh, the fucking Sands versus Leafs game. So, uh, what, I'm not holding it close. Yeah. You can just fucking <laughs> say it. Yeah, so we are rookies like, on the mic, <laughs> boys. Fucking tell you rookies that. on the mic. Yeah, but the reason we all got together was to fucking go see the Sands and Leafs. And what a game it was. Fucking... Uh, Shootout, what, 10th round of the shootout I went to? Nice. Nine, nine or ten rounds. round, whatever the fuck it was. Matt Murray standing on his head. I'll give you guys that one. Matt Murray. 52 shots. 52 shots. 48 saves. And honestly, I was giving Brandon sitting behind the camera over here. I was giving this guy shit saying, I think you were even saying, Brandon over there, was saying Matt Murray's looking tired out there. Like the fucking, after uh, the third period, maybe 10 minutes left in the game or something like that. You looked at him after he made a big save and he was slow to get up. He was looked like he was, you know, gasping for air. But uh, he got to got to shoot out even overtime. But got to shoot out time. The guy was fucking standing on his head out there. Yeah. So shout out Matt Murray. But uh, what what a hell of a game! Like if you're gonna go see a, a hockey game and get your money's worth for it, uh, we definitely did that, lad. So good call. Stu Stu pretty much uh, was the mastermind behind putting this whole trip together, getting this beauty Airbnb where we're uh, recording this from. So yeah, hopefully you don't catch fines. I mean, this is a late pod, and we're we're, we're pretty loud. So fuck last. Well, night. yeah, I think we were a lot louder last. Yeah, night. it's the, we're on the tail end of a bender right now, so. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know what? Fines will be paid. There's no problem. <laughs> Shout out Stuart Handy. How about that Leafs dub? You're right. How about it? And you know what? The only thing great is, is like, it was a great game. You couldn't ask for more. Great job on Stewie J. Good Airbnb, good seats. Um, shitty arena, but he couldn't do anything. <laughs> um, no, great fucking game. Great time. It was, it was, it, you couldn't ask for anything better. Matt Murray making a save. It's funny. I, I looked right at Stuart when, when he said that because every time Matt Murray goes down, and you would know this too. Every is time he, he goes hurt? down, he you just fucking pray that he gets up because you know there's about a forty percent chance that he ain't getting up. Yeah. And and tonight, you know, he stood on his head and 
that might mean he has a broken neck and he never play again, but he did stand on his head. <laughs> I got to ask you, DK, like, what do you got against the Sands Arena? He keeps saying it's such a fucking shitty arena. What the fuck's that all about? He's I like, just know they're getting a new one, so now, like, you get to chirp the oh, old one knowing that. that there's a new one. I, I, I didn't love it. The I location's kind of shit, and, yep. I, and that's, like, why they've been talking about fucking years of moving it out of Canada to downtown Ottawa because you fucking saw the mess. Even we, we went to the bar after the game and... Uh, Waited for the big crowd to clear out, and even then, we were waiting for our Uber, and it was still a fucking massive fucking Uber drivers, people not knowing how to fucking drive, right? Like, it was a fucking mess out there. And, and yeah, we had like to walk down a, a mile-long tunnel there to get to the Uber. Well, I was how, on the phone how about even the, my trip. the Uber driver on the way there just fucking on the brakes were rocket, Dude, it was, it, it, it was a hell of a time getting there. It was a hell of a time getting yeah. out of there. It was, I thought he went the wrong way there at first because oh. we drove past the... the CTC went all the way around, right? I guess, like, fucking, that's yeah. the way you gotta, shout, gotta get Shout in. out the crazy horse. Some people pay their tabs, some people don't. Went to the crazy, <laughs> yeah. We went to the crazy horse. I'm not gonna point fingers at uh, who doesn't pay their tab, but I think of the three, if you're looking at Instagram Live, you know the pod, there's a guy on here that doesn't pay his tab, but shout out the crazy horse. It was a good time last night for the fellas. That was, yeah, shout out crazy horse. <laughs> fucking hell of a time there. Fucking, uh, fuck, some guy bought me a picture just for fucking wearing an Alfie jersey there. Like, the fucking vibes were going for, uh, for sense. And even, uh, your buddy there was wearing his Leafs jersey, and I think he caught a little bit of heat for wearing oh, yeah. it. And then he also said there was a group of people fucking praising him for that. Like, at the Sens game tonight, there was a lot of, uh, a lot of Leafs jerseys Can- there. Like, it was fucking, it was a mixed, uh, where, where do you it was, Yeah, it was like 80% Leafs. It was I, I would say it was 80-20 for sure. There was more go Leafs go than go Sens go for sure. Fuck, I just was louder than no, I was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was like probably like ten Leafs fans beside me. I was like, I gotta be louder than all ten of these guys fucking screaming I, out there. I was having a blast, even though the Sens lost. Like that was that was great time. Unbelievable game. Uh, I I will say I'm not not to shout myself out before the game. Sitting here with our guy Bacon, two out of three nice fucking strong. We're going and and I said I'm gonna bet this game to go into overtime. I think it's gonna be a close game. Guess yeah. which game went into overtime. But the thing that I said to Stu right off the hop where I agree it's 80-20, maybe even 90-10, is that right off the hop, the Leafs come out and they're getting cheered. And uh, the Sens come out to start before the game. Like, you know what I mean? They're running out of the tunnel. They're getting booed in their home barn. <laughs> and I said, that must be tough in your fucking home barn to get booed as you're fucking coming up. Where are you not going to get booed if you're getting booed in your home barn? That being said, I'm not saying, it's just that's, Leafs travel well. It's cheaper to go to a game in Ottawa and make a weekend out of it like we did. Well, that's why that, you go. Is that your first time going to a Sands versus Leafs game in Ottawa? Oh, it's my first. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've been to a few, and it's it's always been like that, man. I was even talking going into the fucking, going into the uh, arena there with the guys in front of us. I was saying, like, you guys were mentioning how many blue jerseys there were there, and it's because all the people from Toronto and all around Niagara came behind the camera. Shout out Cam for doing a great job setting up uh, the camera work we got going and chip. But uh, they, they come from all across the country to go see a game where it's not uh, going to completely drain your bank account to go fucking see the Leafs at home, right? Like, Fucking uh, buddy in front of us was saying he went all the way from Toronto to Ottawa, rented a hotel, probably bought beers at the ring, probably went to the bar and shit, whatever. Cheaper than going to see, just to buy a ticket in Toronto, which is like, it's a fucking scam, right? Like, I, I, I wouldn't say it's a scam, it's just you can charge what you can charge, and in Toronto it's going to cost more regardless. Um, you know, it's whatever. I don't know. It, it, you you know what's going to sell out? You know, or like fucking, like, I feel like a lot of Leafs games in Toronto, a lot of those tickets get get to, uh, you know, executives at different, you know, businesses and shit. A lot of tickets are handed out to, to people that don't necessarily uh, care about the Leafs. They just got them from work, like tickets from work. Well, they, so you go to an Ottawa game versus the Leafs in Ottawa or go, go to Buffalo and see the Leafs 
uh, in Buffalo play in the Sabres rank, it's the same deal. It's the same. I guess even the guys in front of us were talking about Montreal versus uh, the Leafs, and that's a bit of a different story because they're such diehard Habs fans. Even when uh, Montreal comes to Ottawa, it's similar. Like, probably not not the same with the Leafs. You don't notice it as much because you look out of the, the crowd and people see all the blue, right? Well, at least like the Habs, they kind of blending because they're wearing red jerseys too. But, but well, there was a lot of Leaf fans there for sure. We're, we're going to do a trust circle later. And I think during the trust circle, Ty could say like, you know, Leafs fans always get a bad rap, you know, in Toronto. Like you say, it's a lot of executives, but the Leafs fans travel well and they're fucking loud and they're passionate. Yeah. And you could see that in an arena like tonight. Like, you know what I mean? You go to an Ottawa Senators versus Leafs games and it felt like it was like a Leafs home game to a certain extent. I'm not saying the Ottawa Senators fans aren't passionate. But I am saying for sure the fucking Leafs fans were heard louder than the set. Every Go Sense Go chant was done within four seconds because there's just more Leafs fans there going, well, Go Leafs Go. Weird. That's Allen's and you're outnumbered, right? And it's, oh, yeah, that's it, what it, I mean, it's, yeah. It, but they travel well. Yeah, no, 100%. They're fucking, are the Leafs not the most popular team in the NHL for fans? Like, they're probably up there, maybe. Yeah. maybe I would say they're the, they're the biggest team so. in the NHL. They're the mecca of hockey. Um, they're the biggest team in hockey, I would say. The Leafs, in terms of. That like the Yankees are the the mecca of baseball in terms of uh, the of MLB, and I would say that the Leafs are the mecca of hockey in terms of the NHL. Yeah. Name a team that's bigger. <laughs> this fucking this guy Major, talking Major with his Leafs. Yeah. No, Dylan, one hundred percent. You so want everybody, to everybody hates the Yankees. I hate the Yankees. Fuck the Yankees. I would hate the, the it's Leafs. It's the same if I wasn't deal. There. Yeah. It's pretty much the same <laughs> thing. Well, there's a few teams though, like the Habs are the same way, and fucking a lot of the original six like really fucking. Did you get Strom in the background of that shot there? If you're watching on Instagram Live, there Strom's behind the camera, just fucking goofballing around. Out here. <laughs> Strom, you got the you got the Uber Eats though, right? Fucking, we're good to go. This guy says Mecca Stewie Stewie Handy is agreeing with you there. The Stewie Mecca Handy. of hockey. Yeah. Yeah, Mecca. Yeah, all day. Stewie Handy. He knows what he's talking about. That's why the Mecca of hockey is in Toronto. The Mecca of baseball is in New York. We're all set. Sorry to interrupt. Uh, low battery. Uh oh. <gasps> All right, well, if... Uh, just, just cancel it because it paused, so there's the, a, it paused the live. There's a charger over here. Pause? Yeah. Oh, no, it's just buffering. Um, There's a charger to your, to your, to your right, Bacon. I, I know we're, on the pod you're going to be listening to this, and like maybe you'll hear it still. Um, We are doing live on Instagram. So make sure... I mean, we'll probably might be doing this sometime in the future. If the boys fucking ever meet up, you got to make sure you watch the Bucks on Nuck's Instagram and follow it because we're going live on Insta. This pod, to too, we got to say, like, coming into this one, we don't have a lot prepped here, so I was thinking even, like, I don't know if you guys want to just uh, keep talking about the hockey game or move on to even, like, UFC was going on tonight. We didn't really watch all the fights, but uh, fucking, there, like, Justin Gaethje got the W as, like, a plus 200 and something underdog, and Leon Edwards, I don't know, I didn't, we didn't watch the fights, but fucking Edwards got another W by decision. Crazy uh, weekend of sports, and like uh, you got uh, March Madness going on too. And you already mentioned uh, Crazy Horse Bar. Uh, you want to you want to talk about that a little Alive bit, uh, DJ? Do I want to talk about it? Or do you, yeah. Do, well, do, do I want to talk about it? Or do you want to talk about it? Because you, you, you that you that made the call. But you I don't had, watch basketball at all, so I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But uh, you can tell the story at Crazy so, Horse here last night. What, okay, what yeah. Well, done. I'll tell the story because it was a it was a Ty Demera legend fucking pick. And it was a, uh, we're sitting there, we're watching a game. It was Miami versus, it was a five versus 12. I forget what the 12 was. It doesn't matter. Watch Miami. And, and, and Ty looks at me and he goes, should we bet uh, Miami Moneyline? And I, and I triple took at him. And I was saying. Well, it's because their logo, dude. I was going off the fucking Irish colors and their logo. It had nothing to do with any educate. Like, I had no fucking education on basketball or like any fucking 
logic behind making that pick. But I look, I, tri- like, I triple took and I said, are you <laughs> sure you want to fucking do that? Like, yeah. money line, Miami money line. And we started going around the table. Miami money line, Miami money Well, of course, I think it was about plus 255, plus 245. We, yeah. got, we hit it at that. And sure as fucking shit, Ty comes through in the clutch <laughs> and the boys win big on fucking Miami coming back in a game. They were down to the five seed. They were down, but you always bet the better team in college basketball. Ty knew it. We hit it big, and it was just the start of a great night at the Crazy Horse. Well, and if you're talking about, uh, you know, betting on the better basketball team, what about, uh, was it Purdue there fucking choking? Like, uh, Stewie J, got anything to say on that? Because I know you fucking had them winning the tourney, did you yeah, not? I'm glad I didn't put that one on bed stamp. Didn't publish that <laughs> one. But I took them literally the day before that. Or I took them... That morning before we you we were driving up. up we were driving up and you and Number you were seed and they lost to what like I took Purdue to win that's the nuts and they lost first round round of sixty four so that's fuck hey man they, I mean my my I think the Zach Eady is his name he's like that big like seven footer fucking center that seven can, five yeah yeah seven five dish it around he can shoot he can do everything pretty much and he's like a, he's a demon in uh, college basketball and like everyone was gassed I think he's like gonna be the player of the year. So I was like, when a team, when a college team has a guy like this, I feel safe at least getting my value at plus twelve hundred. I think it was. I'm like, all right, I'm willing to put some money on that, and I got fucking skunked, boys. Yep. Well, and and as you're talking, I, I just I don't want to to neglect the chat here. Shout out Stuart Handy. He said, uh, have a good one, boys. Have a good one, Stu. Thanks for yeah. popping into the chat. But no, Cheers. even even on the drive up. Stu and I are talking, and I forget what exactly we said, but you said something about Purdue, and I was like, oh, yeah, fucking, they're like one of the one seeds that I really like, I really enjoy, I think they're going to be good. And then we're at the bar, and I look at I look at Stu, and my eyes are bullish in my head. I said, Stu, Purdue <laughs> lost. <laughs> I did not remember it. You know what I mean? I was like, they lost? What the fuck just happened? I couldn't believe it. No, but it was a uh, – March Madness is going on. It's always crazy. It's always a good time. Look at this guy. We got more beers. Ba- our bacon boy Bacon, our fucking guy. He's filming. Shout out Bacon. Best camera guy. guy on the fucking planet right there. How many camera guys you know fucking deliver beers like that? That's pretty dangerous. Oh, that was that was unbelievable. Yeah, like, That's an MVP move. That was not. Like, <laughs> I don't know where. That's an MVP move. Oh, there's more coming. Look at that. We're fucking Oh, I got one boys. too. We're firing on all cylinders nice. tonight, I guess. Oh, uh, no. We're always firing on all cylinders. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking, we're sitting in front of here, we got a bunch of drinks, we're polluting the body, like, all day long. <laughs> like we said, the boys are fucking in one, we're ready to go, it's the most casual pod we've ever done, and that it's, nice, the, to, it's yeah. nice to meet the boys, right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? We have a weekend, we got our fucking guy Strom here, shout out his Twitch, Stromonopolis, yeah, we got fucking our boy here, we got our boy B Nix, we got everyone here, it's just a great time, we're fucking doing just a quick pod, like Ty said, first pod we've ever done, probably with no notes. Yeah. 100% in the first ever in person. Yeah, you didn't hear the, the common tie uh, intro. Yeah, yeah true. true. Actually, that is you true. You might not even hear a bam, 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 this yeah, one. Yeah, might just it might just be the boys just talking <laughs> shit to start, yeah. yeah. Just that and you do that. It might be a, you might hear our sound check before, well, we, before we start here. Before the Instagram yeah. Live, we'll do a little cheers for the fellas. We'll, I mean, we'll, we'll hope that, you know. We still got turbos going. We still got turbos going. We got beers going out to you. Cheers, lads. Cheers, boys. It's always good. DK. Sorry, Ty, to cut you off. No, go um, ahead. We can't neglect talking about because this is the first episode since um, the John <laughs> Jones take oh. went a little bit viral on socials. I was gonna, I wasn't gonna bring that up. Yeah, you were, you were thrown I didn't to the want wolves. To go there, you know. And this guy. twice by me, I'm bringing you up again. But you have to, I mean, like you have to bring it up. That's what's, you know, what I'm saying that's what's fucking the hot topic right now. Even the, even the repeat listeners, the guys that follow the channel. You know what I'm saying? They even 
hopped in the chat and weren't afraid to be like, I know our boy, our boy Soupy, common listener, common oh, commenter. I know, I he back came in guy. and said, he, he came in and said, uh, "Come on, DK, like usually the takes are solid, but this one needs some fucking reevaluating." <laughs> so I just want to, uh, you just need to, yeah, yeah, you just need to explain yourself with that one. No, I don't. I, I, I will double down, triple down. You know what you're talking about? The listeners you, knowing that's, me. What was the I take? Was first of all, what no, no, was no, the time take? Out. Time out. Just for those that haven't heard the no, no, take. No. I'll double, triple, quadruple down. I think the guy who needs to fucking speak here is the UFC legend, which is Ty. I, I think we need his take on it first. And I said that John Jones oh, is no longer a main event draw. I'm not excited to see his next fight. I don't think he should be the main event. I think he should be the fucking co-main on a fucking Conor McGregor card in like fucking, uh, what do they call it? International Fight Week in July in Vegas. That's what I think he should be. I think there should be a bigger fight than him. I think he's no longer a draw. And I said on the post, and I'm looking into the camera as I say this, he's no longer a main event draw. <laughs> and I said, for you, he's though. no longer a main event talent. Yeah. I'm a casual. I've always said this, but I think the guy that I needs to like, say something is Ty. I got well, away with saying that because our UFC god was away. You say, so I took advantage of it. You say that uh, like because you're casual, you don't think he's a draw. But I feel like casuals would only tune in for mm -hmm. a fight. Like, like... If you're like the people that don't watch UFC at all, when they hear that John Jones is fighting, that's yeah. like the one time they tune in. Yeah, because exactly. John Jones seven years ago. No, no right? Still, like no, last, like before, two weekends ago. Actually. Yo, 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 two weekends ago. Before all the fucking DUIs, before him hitting a pregnant woman, before him no, getting arrested for doing crap. After all that. Yeah, but I bet you two weekends ago was his least selling pay per view in terms of when he was in his prime to now. But it was least selling pay per view. So well, the casuals are stopping that, fucking no, going. That's true that he's, he's not in his prime anymore. Maybe he's not selling as many pay per views as he did in his prime. Like he's not going to sell as many as Chumayev or something when he goes for his title shot. Or McGregor. He might have. What He might. Yeah, he might have. prime. I don't have. The numbers of, it I don't might have even been better. Actually, it might even been better because he's been gone for so long. Like how many years ago did that's he? That's what I mean. Three years, yeah, three years off. It probably sold gotta, tons. Yeah, it was probably yeah. the biggest card yet. This year. No, I, I guarantee it was. Same with Min, it wasn't. McGregor. I guarantee. I, I I don't know, but I guarantee it wasn't the biggest card because I bet you the Volkanovski, ver, like the actual pound for pound one versus two, was a bit better selling pay per view than. I'm saying versus Jones's other fights in his past. I, I bet you Jones it was low on the total pool. Really? I, don't know, I think man. him and DC were, were, were sold a lot better. I think him versus Shogun sold better. I think him versus Leota Machida sold better. I think him versus Rampage sold better. I would say he this was probably 8, 9, 10 on his fucking paper. He's main evented a lot of pay-per-views, boys. I'm saying he's not the main event talent anymore. No, he see, is. that's what you said yeah, and you right. fucked up. I meant the main event draw. He won draw. the heavyweight belt in less than two minutes. Yeah, the heavyweight division fucking sucks. He was fighting Cyril Gone. He wasn't fighting Francis Ngannou or Stipe Miocic. That was a shame that, that Ngannou yeah, left I the UFC. And it should have been it should have been that Ngannou. fight. But uh, the you next... You get double roasted. You know, you know what's going to be next? Double roasted again. Next. You know I'm quadrupling down. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, but... I'm trying to think who would have I the next title shot. And it's going to be another... Steve Main, a, it's gotta be Steve oh, that's a. right. Yeah, I was thinking uh, Pavlovich. Yeah, no, that that makes sense for sure. I was thinking Pavlovich, but Stepe. He was calling out Stepe and everything. That's gonna be another one that fucking sells big, man. That's another fucking fight <laughs> that even the casuals will be tuning in for because he's always gonna be a draw because he's the greatest of all time. And you can argue against that, and like, yeah, you could say Habib's the greatest of all time. You I don't can, believe in that. That what? Habib's the greatest of all. You don't believe Habib is? No, I, that was on the spot. I would say it was, yeah, so that was on the spot. Um, I just threw out Khabib. But I think it, if I had to pick a greatest of all time, it would, yeah, it would be the Anderson Silva. It would be GSP would probably be above that. Um, and Silva they, just got inducted to the uh, UFC Hall of Fame, by the way, too. Like, they had one announced. of the best 180, like, best runs. Like, I, I think GSP's was more... Uh, 
dominant, but I think they were pretty similar. Like I said, Khabib, just because it was off the top of my head, we were thinking about it, right? I said goat ass or whatever. Uh, but I, I do think you're right. I think the goat, the goat is either GSP or Silva. You can bring in Jones as an asterisk because he tested positive for steroids, so is it really the GOAT? But I do think I will never actually disagree with my take of I do think that he's not. I, I bet you that was his ninth highest-selling pay-per-view of his whole career, and he's not that main event draw that he used to be because it was kind of a boring fight, and the heavyweight division stinks. It stinks, and that's why he's not a draw. If he was in the lightweight division, yeah, he'd be fucking the most popular guy in the world, but the heavyweight division sucks because Francis Ngannou isn't in it. If it was Francis Ngannou versus John Jones, it'd be the highest selling pay-per-view possibly of all time in the UFC. But it wasn't that. Surreal gone. Yeah, it was a, it's a shame that Ngannou even left. Man. Like, I, like, can you can we get your take on that too, Ty? Because we haven't had that since Yeah, well like I don't even fucking know all the details of what happened there. I think it came like I know him and Dana White had a lot of beef, I think, over fighter pay, right? But I think uh Dana treated him pretty well. Like compared to other fighters in the yep. UFC and shit, you know? And I don't know what happened behind the scenes and why they have so much beef, but uh, I don't even know if I really have a take on on him leaving. It's a, it's a shame that that he left, but I, and I also saw that Dana White said, um, I don't ever say never. I think it's what he said. Like, I'll never say never, but when it comes to Ngannou coming back to the UFC, that's never. a never. I'll give you yep. a never on that, which is a shame. But I'm excited to see... Get, where he goes. I was like, going to say, can I get a prediction on where you think he goes next? Is it, is it, oh uh, well, you know, PFL? Is it, is it Bellator? Imagine this. Boxing? Imagine this. This is, uh, I know the, this organization is trying really, really hard to get this guy in Ghana, but I don't know if they ever will or what, like, I think they would spend big bucks more than UFC was paying them to get him. Bare knuckle boxing. Dude, I think. BKFC. Uh, they were, they were, as soon as he announced he was leaving the UFC, they were, tweeting at him like the official bkfc twitter and shit and like bkfc's nothing compared to ufc they're up and coming they need these big names they keep stealing these guys from the ufc like yeah but the has-beens kind of you know, and there hasn't been like, like a there hasn't been a a massive name to go over there but someone like Ngannou signs there that would fucking skyrocket they, that would make so much sense for them to get a guy like that but uh and Ghana just seems like he's uh tough to work with like it's probably his agent <laughs> that deals with all that shit right so do you have a take on Ngannou? No, I was just laughing. I was just imagining Francis and Ganu and BKFC oh, bare knuckle boxing. There, I, there might be deaths. Mur- there might actually be deaths. <laughs> That's like actually time. a dangerous. Yeah, That's no, like I, a dangerous scenario to even think about. BKFC is. Dangerous. I, I, I don't mean to laugh. But it's true. <laughs> it's so true. It's dangerous enough as a sport, and like imagine this guy. And I think it was Dana White when he was in uh, Dana's Good Books talking about the power of Ganu's punch. He said it's basically the same as taking like a sledgehammer. No, at full like, speed to the cranium or being hit car, by or yeah, being, yeah. by being hit by like a Ford Focus going like 100 kilometers <laughs> an hour or something like that. Or like, imagine this guy with no gloves on, like no fuck, just bare knuckles, swinging for the fucking fences. So, what I insane? That'd be insane. That's what I want to see. I don't know what, like I don't know if that's realistic, no. but that's what I want to see. So because uh, I, I th- love being a What I think he's gonna do, and this is like a casual guy's take of like a sort of casual. You, I, we saw it on the TikTok comments, right? Like, most casual motherfucker ever. Yeah, I'm the most casual UFC fan. I think that uh, Francis Ngannou will go do boxing. I think he'll box Tyson Fury. I would love to see him box like Deontay Wilder. Like just another, you know what I mean? Like Anthony Joshua. Like just these big heavyweight boxers. I think that's I where he's going to make his money. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I'd rather see him in bare knuckle. I don't want to see him boxing unless it's bare knuckle but I also like, I don't want to see this guy in a fucking boxing match for but some, I also some reason. Like I, I, I agree with you. Because I don't give a fuck to see him in Bellator. Or I don't give a fuck to see him in, in, in uh, PFL or... Wherever Demetrius Johnson is, I'd like rather, I'd rather I'd, see him in in PFL or one championship or like an MMA 
league than uh, than boxing. I think maybe that's a bad take though because well, name one it, fighter in P- in PFL or Bellator heavyweight division. Name one fighter that you'd love to see Francis Ngannou fight because I don't know them personally. I'm a casual, <laughs> right? Like, like, I don't even follow too too closely either. That's the only reason why, like, the, the, just the name value of going to boxing and fighting. You know what I mean? Fighting what? like Joshua or Wild or Wilder or Fury. Like well, that's why I think he would do that because I I just don't think that. Any other MMA league other than UFC has any whenever, draw in the heavyweight division. When it comes to PFL or one championship or any of those leagues, whenever I hear about someone that's like the champion there or someone big or something like that, it's like, okay, when's Dana White going to go out and try and snag that guy and bring the UFC kind of right. thing? But in this situation, it's like Ngannou left the UFC and it's kind of, uh, he hasn't done anything for fucking six months. When was his last fight? Like, I have no a idea. A long what, time ago. Long and, time. and he's in his prime. He was the cha- heavyweight champion of the world. Like, he's, he's very talented. He can fucking... I would guess hit like a sludge Two years ago, that they've been they've been uh, negotiating gone. a contract. This is last is what fight I'm was against Gone, right? I, I don't have the year. I would guess it was 2021, maybe. The reason I say I'd rather see him in like, and this is why I say it's a bad take too. I'd rather see him in MMA because the the. I would too. His only disadvantage is like being out wrestled or being grappled or something. Like otherwise, he's gonna smoke people from from his power, or he's gonna gas out and just get <laughs> chipped chipped away yep. by someone that's faster than him. It's like I don't want to watch. Uh, if it's bare knuckle, I want to watch. Oh, 100%. Swing. I agree with you. Even boxing, it would be fun to see him knock people the fuck out in boxing. But, uh, Yo, yeah. Ty, I want to ask you a question then. Let's say, by some miracle, Francis Ngannou ends up coming back to fight John Jones in the UFC for the heavyweight belt. Never going to happen. Win- but- I, I know, but who wins that fight? Jones, for sure. Really? Can, can, yeah. can, I, can I ask another here's, question? Here's the Jones hater oh, about to speak. Yep. Jones, oh, for sure. <laughs> just He's a way oh. more well-rounded fighter. Jones, fighter. Jones is like one of the most well-rounded fighters of all time so they call him the goat because anywhere it goes if it's striking it's grappling if it's wrestling he does everything all right so this is what i'm saying this is should show you gas tank. just gassed up in ganu for like 10 minutes and then i and then i asked and he's like oh but jones, but jones for sure but then you're telling me he's not a main event uh draw well, yeah talent is definitely the wrong word because he's entirely a main no event. i said that and i and i agree with that talent's the thing but also like you know I, I just told you guys it would be the ninth or tenth best selling pay-per-view of his career in terms of main events and all of a sudden everyone started backing off the take like i just don't think he's that main event draw anymore but here's the here's the I question the if you're talking about jones me, like, i don't I either like, i don't either yeah. dude. i, don't, I mean i I'm feel just like that, that the numbers the last yeah pay-per-view was I bet probably was, well like it you, probably if, wasn't his worst if i had to guess like so say he has a uh, 12 main event pay-per-views john jones i bet you this one versus surreal gone was probably like eight i say i'd say it's rating like number five or something in the middle because so that's what that's what, people were waiting for jones's return they rather, knew he was coming back at some point they wanted him to come back and there's like he has the kind of diehard fans that McGregor has. There's people that love this guy. John they they don't Jones. give a fuck that McGregor punches an old dude in the bar. That no, they not, they, you know what I mean? So like, it's the same thing, but they're going to buy his pay per view watch. I mean, these, so. these are guys that beat the shit out of each other for a living. Like, they're not all of them are going to be great, great dudes. dudes. <laughs> no, that's what they do for a living. They can't all be fucking GSP. We know so- GSP is a very respectful fighter, and like, a fucking, that's in my book why he's the GOAT. If I had to pick one, like, gun to my head, who's the GOAT? It's GSP. Canadian. But, uh, wrong, but uh, you could make an argument about uh, that's. Anderson. I'm also maybe biased because I'm Canadian. Maybe that's the thing too. But you could so make the wrong. argument about Jones or Habib or any of those guys, and you wouldn't be wrong. Like there's Fucking not, right. Oh, not hey. a right answer. No. You could make the. You hear that TikTok? Who, where camera am I looking at here? You hear that fucking TikTok? <laughs> the UFC goat just said you could make an argument about Khabib oh, being the sure. goat and for it sure. not be wrong. So fuck definitely, you guys. Definitely. I'm not wrong for saying Khabib was the goat. <laughs> no, that's like, the UFC goat. Just fucking said you're not wrong for saying Khabib. But here's my only question. Like, 
Would you rather see uh, Jones versus Ngannou? And I know this is never going to happen because, you, like you said, Ngannou might not come back because Dana White said it's never going to happen. Would you rather see Jones versus Ngannou or Jones versus Cormier? Hypothetical, obviously, for the wow. heavyweight belt. What, what, what would, what would like you rather right see? Right now, like Cormier out of retirement, you mean? Or like... Well, yeah, but dude, Ngannou's never going to come back. These are hypotheticals all day long, right? Like, Ngannou's never coming back. Because Dana White said no. We seen Daniel Cormier. He's probably put on like fucking forty pounds. That's why I said he's a PBA heavyweight. Now he he fought him at two hundred five. So this is what I'm saying. They're both them are zero percent chance of happening. Which one would, which one would you rather see? Is what I'm asking. And gone. And gone. Yeah. For sure. Me too. Okay. Me. But I love. But you get what I mean. Like DC would probably that would sell a lot of. I'd be excited to see that. If like DC was still an active fighter and same like in top shape and everything. I think I'd rather see DC because yep. like I, that would be the more competitive fight. Because I feel like I feel like Jones, unless he got caught with like a fucking sledgehammer, he would just tell me I'm the same. But it'd way be he different at heavyweight, right? It'd be because they always did at two hundred five. Yeah, like it'd be true, different yeah. at heavyweight because Cormier could be a little bit heavier. Cormier would be wrestling. way more comfortable for sure. Yeah. No, I just mean like that, that because they're both like zero percent chance of happening, right? And Gano's yeah. never coming back. Cormier's never coming back. Well, like, you know you what? If you're talking about two. fights that'll never happen that I, I would want to see is GSP versus Habib. That'd be oh, the that'd fucking be the, greatest fight of all time. But also, like, and this is just from that'd the casual amazing. fan. It might I be a boring. It. it would probably it would be, be the most boring fight of all time, <laughs> but it would also be, like, the greatest. Actually, like, you, know right? what, you know what would happen was it would probably be a fucking strike fight because yeah you know like a, they, they uh, on their feet be able or, to take each other down kind of thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> like no not even that but like a lot of times you see two grapplers get in the <laughs> ring or or uh two wrestlers or whatever and they fucking you're expecting one of them to win by submission and they don't even fucking go to the ground once because they're both like afraid to go they just end up striking at, like fighting each other on the feet and i feel like there was a fight like that recently and i can't remember who it was though yeah no it was Sorry, it, before you guys fucking continue, let me plug in this light so people can fucking see you. Well, we're right. we, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it going. We're getting close. We're 33 minutes. We're just doing a casual pod for the boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the, the, just like you said, where sometimes the what's like the, think of a uh, Habib versus McGregor. You're good. You're good. Think about right before that ended. Habib landed a right hook on McGregor's fucking jaw that knocked him Massive down. Pressure. Right, and people are like, Habib can't strike. He's gonna have to take him down to win. And the one thing that kind of changed the. The tune of the fight is a Habib right hand. So, like that you said, GSP a, yeah. versus Habib might be a stand-up that fight. Was a, yeah, that was, like, the biggest highlight of that entire fight. Other and, than and, Habib jumping into the crowd and fighting Dylan Dennis. Yeah, yeah. That was... <laughs> that was I loved it. No, I, I, I actually... Made that uh, shit. I don't know, like, fucking... Maybe people hate me for this, but uh, Habib, like, something about him, just, like, I can't uh, be a big fan of him for some reason. I don't know if it's because of the jumping out of the cage or... Because um, he's white. No. What? <laughs> what was what was the fight he did recently? He, he did something he in um. White. Oh, you know what it was? It was Makachev. Makachev's another guy that like Islam. I don't root for that. There's nothing to do with that. It no, has. No, his it, name's Islam Makachev. It's yeah, Makachev. Yes. Yeah, there's nothing to do with, like it. What pissed me off was him after the fight against Volk. And, like, you know, you'd think he'd show a little bit of respect after going to war with the guy. You call him too small. But he's like, uh, something about him being short. Like, yeah. it was like after the fight was settled, she was chirping about being and short. And he lost. He looked, he lost that fight. And he too. did. Yeah. And he, and he even went on, like, uh, TikTok, whatever the fuck, making a video with all his boys laughing about uh, Volk. No, he was doing the Ozzy Ozzy chain. He was like, Ozzy Ozzy yeah, Ozzy. It's pretty nice. It's like, yeah. fuck you, man. Like, and that's, Khabib was like the same See, way. See, I like, love I just, that, though. Yeah, I know you love that shit. Like, I, I love you. So, like, Brock Lesnar, like, when he became the heavyweight... All pub is good pub, right? That's fucking this guy's... Well, no, no, no. I, I, think, I think the game needs... I think the game needs uh, baby faces. Like, I think it's just like WWE. You need to be able to cheer for guys because he's a good guy. Like, GSP, 
You also need to be able to cheer for guys that fucking are shit guys that are bad guys like Conor McGregor. They're both fucking, you know what I'm saying? Brock Lesnar won the heavyweight championship and he fucking, the first thing he said was, Frank Beer and a horseshoe up his ass. Yeah. And I took it out. I love and that. And I beat, that's I just that. as disrespectful as what you're talking about. Why do you love Brock Lesnar doing it? It's no, because. I took the horseshoe out of this guy's ass and beat him over the head with it. <laughs> that's the same as being disrespectful. He didn't respect him. He walked up to Frank Mir, threw his mouth guard at him, and told him, like, you're a fucking pussy. After yeah. he just beat him, right? There's, but I, there, think, there's... I think they both have their place, good guys and bad guys. And at that time, I was, like, not even watching UFC. Like, I've watched that uh, back and shit. So, like, I can't see how immediate reaction. It's different still. It was Frank at a gappy dude? No, Frank Mir beat him once. That was the only thing. Frank he Mir broke, broke his ankle, yeah, yeah. And the second time, great Lesnar fights, beat him. Great fights. And then he fucking walked out and chirped the fuck out of him. And then literally Joe Rogan said, what do you think of this fight? And that's when he said that famous quote. Of, yeah. He had a Frank Mir had a horseshoe up his ass. And I pulled it out of his ass. And I beat, beat him, him over the head with it. It was yeah. the best yeah. quote of all time. That's not respectful. That's but, fun to watch. But in the Volk and Makachev case, it's like... Volk is it just seems like the most genuine dude and like the one guy in UFC that's like impossible not to like. Yeah. And impossible and like he never is actually like beefing anyone. Like I, I don't. I don't think that's a problem either. I just think they need, so, need both guys. Wait, yeah. Like you're, you're, if you're sure, it's just you're just taking shots in the dark at nothing though. Is what I'm saying. Like if you're going on TikTok and making fun of the guy because he never, especially when he lost. He went in there with he respect. He lost and, and his face with, was battered more than Volk's and he's talking shit like. Yeah, but, but so the same with Patty Pimblett and Sean. But Lesnar, Lesnar, they got on there and like Volk, when you're chirping Volk to to a certain extent, it's almost like a little I, bit. I don't cringy. disagree at all. It's almost a little bit cringy. Don't like, disagree dude, at no all. No reason to be doing this because like he he, he went up there. a weight class and everything, yeah, and he yeah. fucking and he, he won the fight. And, yeah, and he and when it comes to Lesnar too, I don't like I wasn't watching UFC at that time, so I don't know what the press conference beef was. Like I'm sure they talked a lot of shit. It was just Mir beat him the first time. Lesnar beat him the second time. And that's where all the the beef happened. Yeah. Lesnar, like I said, like I said, I like, just can't really have good guys and bad guys. Like McGregor, like McGregor gets fucking. But we talked about it the other the other day, and I got ripped for my fucking Irish accent for trying. McGregor's to McGregor's another asshole. But he's like, dude. yeah, dude, yeah. But he's he's a draw because you need good guys and bad guys no, to be a draw. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm saying I have a hard time cheering for those guys. Like and fucking, I, you but you cheer for them to get knocked out. Well. If we're talking about cheering for people who get knocked out, I want to see Jake Paul versus fucking Mike Perry. <laughs> okay, Two fucking assholes. About, what, do you th- what do you think about Paul Fury? I I, I watch it. I thought it was subpar. So I, I there say, was is, like, is the Jake Paul career over? No, nah, he'll, he'll keep. No, they're gonna have a rematch for sure. Paul versus, but it was boring though. It was a boring fight to my in my opinion. Paul <laughs> no, that's Fury. that's how like, Paul's gonna get beaten because fucking he's got the heavy for right hand and he's gonna look for the knockout every single fight and he's gonna win every fight that he wins from a knockout like that. Like yeah. and the like, the guy that's gonna beat him is the guy that's gonna be quicker on his feet. He's gonna wear it, like just chip away at him like chopping down a tree, right? Yeah. So go ahead, Stu. It was a split decision, though. Did yeah, but it was boring. Yeah, I watched that. Yeah. It was like semi boring. Like, it wasn't, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like. That's why, like, I don't give a fuck. No, it was a good fight, actually. Yeah, I know. I thought yeah, it was good for, like, I don't watch a ton of boxing, but, but it, it was, was like. boring. Yo, speaking of boxing. It, it, it's it, like an average boy. Like, yeah, no one got yeah, knocked yeah, out. Yeah, so right, if, you, yes, if no yes. one gets knocked out, then yeah. you like, casuals will say it's, it's boring. I'm like, a casual. I'm I, a casual I, I, when it comes to boxing, I'm pretty much casual too, unless I'm watching bare knuckle boxing and I've watched cards. That's different. That's different. I've watched cards where there's different. 15 fights on a card yep. and every single fight is a knockout. 15 yeah. fights in a row where you see 15 knockouts where 10 of them or 13 of them are in the first round. Like, I remember watching a card and it was like 15 fights or however many, 10 fights. And nine of them were done in the first round. Like, that's a boxing sport I get behind. But uh, I don't know. Fucking Jake Paul, I think he, he, 
the next fight for him is definitely Tommy Fury. That's what's next See, on uh, for him for go sure. Go ahead, go ahead. You you had a t- you had a question first. I was gonna move on from Jake Paul because I had another. Oh, can I? Do you, yeah, yeah. See, so my only take though is that the only fight that I I, I could give a fuck less about Tommy Fury. I think the only fight that I want to see Jake Paul do that I buy is is Jake Paul Nate Diaz. That's it. Yeah, well, I want to see fucking McGregor Diaz before that even like. Fucking, yeah, well, why, we, why me and you made the best McGregor yeah. fucking yeah. exit plan. Now we're going Chandler, and it makes no sense. We made the best exit plan for McGregor of all time. I'm actually happen. stoked <laughs> for the whole McGregor Chandler shit though. Yeah, like, but Chandler's yeah. gonna kill him. I think so. Yeah, <laughs> okay. But uh, like, I don't know the the way that McGregor uh, strikes and shit. Like, obviously, there's been no proof of him. Recently. Uh, recently, but uh, you look at his run when he had two belts, one on each shoulder, and he was knocking people out. I don't think he's gonna kill him. You don't think Chandler's gonna kill him? Yet? I think, I think a good fight. I, you you were just talking about Daniel Cormier coming back and getting their ring with John Jones. Yeah, dude. we were talking about Francis Ngannou <laughs> coming back too. Neither of them, had, both of them had zero percent chance. That, yeah, but that if McGregor it, versus. Uh, uh, McGregor, McGregor versus, versus Chandler is actually happening. It's 100% chance. Yeah, but have. that's a lot less of getting thrown to the wolves. Than one is Daniel a hypothetical and one's, at, a, one's a real thing. Like, that's happening. Okay, well, I, I don't know. But um, do you guys follow boxing? Like, you know, like the Ryan Garcia, Javante Davis thing? You've been the seeing? The Tank Davis, yeah. Uh, been, I, I don't know. I didn't that's watch a, that's a, not, I'm not a big boxing guy. Is that like next weekend or did that already happen? It's soon. I, I don't know I don't when, follow. but it's like, I think it might be April. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know when, but it, apparently, allegedly that's a super fight. So I've been like kind of big. I, I don't know what weight class they are, dude. When it comes uh, to boxing, one, like I only watch like fucking Tyson Fury fights. I just don't know them. I just don't know boxing I'll probably tune in for that and I'll know nothing about them. I'm so amped now. I've been seeing so many videos about it, so. Yep. That's good for boxing. I feel like, like if that, that hasn't happened like this weekend, it's coming up like very soon. It like, is very soon. Yeah, it's like next week. It might have already fucking happened. They're, they're both. Andrew, our, fe- our fellow Andrew, <laughs> his live video on Instagram, shout out. Cam said Kachuk in the UFC, eh? Which Matt? one? Which one? Which one? Definitely Brady. Brady. Oh, yeah, Brady would have better chance. He's a big boy. Imagine. Uh, that 205 or 185 Brady. <laughs> I'd love to see uh, fucking a few NHLers in the, in the octagon. Like Ryan kind of Reeves. Yeah, fuck, man. Well, you even see a lot of, uh, like, you see NFLers and shit, uh, retired NFLers and stuff go fighting. I've seen them in UFC. What, I can't think of the guy's name. There's Greg guy, Hardy. Greg Hardy. Brendan Schaub. Yeah, imagine you see an NHLer in there, like, fucking, that would be sick. Imagine you see, like, Zidane Chara. Both his par- <laughs> both his parents were uh, wrestlers. They were both professionals. Actually, I should say both his parents. I'll say his mom. I don't know if his mom was a professional wrestler, <laughs> yeah. but his dad was definitely a professional. His mom was an Olympic gold wrestler. She might have been. Up. I don't know. Like, man, he's a giant, so, she like, she was probably four. some sort of athlete, right? It, but I, I think his dad was a professional wrestler. And the guy fucking ragdolled. He'd have two Toronto Maple Leafs, one in each hand, fucking... When he was playing on the Sands, right? Like, ragdolling these guys. That's yeah. The There's a famous clip about. of that. No, it is. And imagine him in the... Like, I would love to see that. Brady Kachuk's another tough guy. Uh, uh, fucking... Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, rough night. Andrew, yeah. Versus Actually, you know what? It was a great night at the ring. It was a, it was a tough loss. And I hate the shootout. I hate to see. It. I wish it was like overtime. No, that unlimited was great. Overtime. That, was, that was best case scenario. Nine rounds of a shootout. That means yeah. like you know that. That's your money's worth. But yeah. I mean, I wish there was no shootout at all, and it just kept going overtime because it was such yeah. a good electric game of hockey. Oh, it was F- great. Fifty something shots for the set. Matt Murray was standing on his head. I don't yep. know if Andrew, if you're just tuning in now, I was uh, I was praising Matt Murray earlier there, which uh, I don't praise too many Leafs, but uh, that guy was he was. Uh, he was standout. I don't know if you guys want to get back to talking about uh, the the Leafs and Sens games and so, that kind of. Okay, so I, I, we can wrap this up. We're forty two minutes in. So what I wanted to do here, um, there's there's us three. 
We hate the Sens. Ty hates the fucking Leafs. But we got to do like a fucking three-minute trust circle where we go a minute here where it's <laughs> three like minutes. I can... Sean, I, we, we now we've laid eyes on shit live, right? Um, you guys want to do that or what? About, yeah, you, yeah, you know great. what I mean? Like, what does this entail? Do it. Okay, I, so I'll start it. I'll start it off. Because, uh, so, one minute. I, I remember uh, I had a famous take of Mo Sider saying, like, this, like, he is him. I, I think yeah. Jake Sanderson is him. I do think that Tim Stutzel has the the ability to be the the biggest steel contract in the NHL. His the way he played was unbelievable. I thought Brady Kachuk looked kind of average today, but I also think that the fucking Ottawa Senators are one goalie away from going on like a nine ten year in a row making the playoffs. Your top three defensemen are Thomas Shabbat, who looked unbelievable tonight, Jake Sanderson, who looked unbelievable tonight, and Jacob Chikrin. Whether you want to slot him in at one, two, or three, like any of those, yeah. you know what I mean? I think they were very good. And I think the core of their guys are, are are way better than I thought. That's my trust circle. I never want to compliment the sense, and I just complimented, complimented them all day. I don't know who wants to go next. It's the three-minute trust circle here about the other person's team. Well, I've been, I've been praising Murray, like, all night, so fucking I, I don't got to be careful how fucking much I praise Murray here. Like, fucking, there was a few leaps that stood out to me tonight, though. Uh, Mitch Marner, bunch of fucking oh. slick hands tonight. Plays where he was doing spin deeks and shit, like fancy shit, right? And he was he was he was playing great. Um, Matthews, like he had some good chances, but uh, they were they were seemed to shut him right down tonight, which was great from Ottawa. So. He had two apples. Yeah, but he yeah. didn't dominate like like the, he did, like, like I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, Neilan, like I fucking thought they did a good job of shutting those guys down. But Marner was yeah, a guy. When, when, a little bit invisible, whenever you right? cover like Nylander, Marner, you got, uh, or uh, Matthews, you got Marner. Oh, you got the next guy open. And, and you could see multiple times where uh, the Leafs took advantage of that, where uh, Ottawa's defense was, you know, covering the, the star on the ice. But then the, the Leafs got another star out there. We do have a lot of, like, you know what I mean? Of, like, star, star talent. Like, even, like, guy like Kerfoot and Yarncroft look good today. Like, same with, like, guy, like, like you said, Branstrom. Yeah. Branson looked great. Like, he's one of those guys that's like a yarn croaker, Kerfoot. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, like, yeah. There were some, good, there some, some yeah. scary random guys being man. great Kerfoot, tonight. Kerfoot looked good tonight, too. The Senators have some scary young defensemen. Like, yes. Like, they're all young. Like, Zub. Think yeah. Zub. yeah Zub the big too. hit, dude. That's they're all like 26 and under. I think what Zub's yeah. probably like 26 or something. He's actually, yeah, he's probably in his prime right now. He's probably like 27, I want to say. Right. Yeah, and they signed him for four so years. So five of the Great deal. Who, who's this? Who, who would be a sixth guy? Nick Holden or something? Holden, yeah. So with Joe Blow, yeah. I mean, he's gonna go. Whatever, he probably yeah. he's <laughs> yeah. like we'll him. replace him with somebody. But yeah. he's a great uh, dressing room guy. Like a great. That's why I think they got Chikrin on, like playing on the same line as him because he's new to the to the team and everything. And and you already got uh, the different pairings already kind of established. You got a new guy in, and. Uh, I'm on the fence about DJ. Like I don't, I'm not a big DJ fan, but I, I think. At the end of the year. But I think Should he made be. the right call with uh, at least maybe the first couple of games putting Holden and Chickering together because I feel like I kind of get them into the the whole vibe of the team. There's a, like I think the Sands dressing room is a great great group of character guys, and I think uh, that's part of Pierre Dorian's um, strategy is getting guys that uh, heart and soul, like guys that work hard every night, that care about the team. Have a they, I don't know they have a good. Um, it was the opposite of what we had five years ago when it, when uh, Eric Carlson and uh, the beef with Hoffman's girlfriend and all that was going on. It was toxic dressing room, and the whole team disbanded. They all went their own ways, and now I think they learned from that. And like, yeah, we're gonna build a team of like 
solid guys that look out for each other that are friends and shit like because we had the whole uber incident with duchene and all that (laughs) all that shit right it was like what's going on in Ottawa? it was a mess and it was like, okay, we need character guys. So we got like Brady Kachuks and Jimmy Stu is like his best buddy. And Norris was even like, like, like you know what I mean? Like Norris is hurt. Like Imagine he's in the line. That's what I mean. Fucking, like, he's another, that's he's your, another that, guy. He's our sniper. Like he's the guy that is oh, supposed to. to break it. Look, okay, so that he, was They're very similar circle. players. I don't know if I'm taking away your trust circle thing. To break yeah. it might have looked like the best person on the ice, but Stu, you got to take over. To break it was playing great we got, we, we got to wrap this up. No, I don't know if anybody's out here. 1.15 a.m. We got to wrap this up soon. No, yeah, 100%. But, uh. No, I don't really have anything to add on. Like regardless, like you covered all. The, I feel like every player almost that played the game was mentioned. Yo, I want to yeah. mention yo Bobby Mc, or what's his, what's his name? Bobby McCann. Yeah, Bobby McC- Joe Blow. <laughs> so uh, we were like, fuck! Like I've only seen this guy play like two or three times. Like this guy's in the lineup tonight. That's crazy. And then he, they gave him the opportunity for the shootout winner, which would have been awesome. Bobby I, is our. The new nickname for Bobby McCann is Bobby Millions, all right? Yeah. Bobby Millions is the chance to ice the game. He didn't do it, but if he's going to be a regular, he's going to stick around, play a few games. What about... Uh, uh, I'm a big fan of Bobby Millions. What about Justin Hall? Is no, that Brody, the, is that, isn't it? Isn't it Brody Bobby, McCann? It's Bobby McCann. I'm Bobby. pretty sure it's Brody McCann. I guarantee you. It's Bobby McCann? I guarantee it. He's Justin yeah, Hall Jamie, like the... Can you look that up first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby? Thanks, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> is Justin Hall the leave Zeitz have, though? I heard yeah, you guys oh fancy Justin Hall. A million percent. A million thousand percent. Dog shit tonight, oh. but every night. Yeah. One thing I will he say... He scored his first goal tonight, though. You see all that? Hey, he fucking wiped yeah. down, scored, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was back-checking yeah. to, to his intercept a cross crease or something. He wiped it and just fucking crashed into the net behind yeah, Murray. Like, like, yeah, it's the first goal. Yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> fucking, I, I love that. I will say last take on the Leafs, though, is that, uh, you know, back in the day, you could see a guy like Luke Shen draft that he was supposed to be six. So to see yeah. Luke Shen in the two jersey and the Leaf again, it was kind of cool to see. Yeah, I, know, I, I didn't I know even know. Stupid, like, I didn't even like, think cool. he was going to be playing. And then I saw him out there. Like, fuck, you know what's crazy? is like, I remember when he was drafted Same, and all man. the hype. But now it's like, he's probably getting close to retiring or something. Like, he's <laughs> I mean, probably, yeah. It's like, where's time gone man. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Time we're gone. old all of a sudden that's why you gotta do this kind of shit fucking get together with the boys your buddies wherever fucking go see a hockey game call your buddy if you haven't talked to him in a while whatever the fuck get together and fucking do this kind of shit cause uh always we've been having a great time and fucking even though Sens lost I had a fucking blast there and you know I was uh been to a few Sens and Leafs games where I've seen fights break out and someone you know pour a beer on someone and shit in the stands like shit like that none of that tonight I just saw pure respect other than like we were all chirping, go sends, go goalies, go whatever. That's what, that's supposed to happen. But uh, even after the game, I talked to multiple Leaf fans, and it was a good game, you know, fucking whatever. Yeah. It was good times. There's, there's a couple there. They're fucking walking out. Though there's people uh, chanting the go Leafs go, and it was like just way after the game. And I just fucking walked right he's, he's in there, really smidge falling them down the hallway, and they're like, "Go Sens, go!" Like he's part of their crew. Yeah, yeah, fucking classic. No, that it was just. They were out there. Like, no one else was, like, over it at that point. You know, the game yeah. was done. We're all just fucking leaving the place, and these guys are being <laughs> loud as fuck. So I was like, all right, you're going to do that. I'm going to fucking give it right back to you. So I was going to yeah. go sets go. But uh, they deserved that, I thought. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> all day. Uh, any other uh, fucking, I guess we're getting final thoughts here, unless you guys want to talk uh, about anything. Uh, it's a good place so, to end it, I think. But, no, no, yeah. Before we end it, before t- I think Ty's got the final thought today. Before we end it, shout out our boy Bacon. Yeah, our boy Cam do on the on Cam the fucking the ones Cam. and twos. Uh, Cam's on the ones and Cam twos. Cam on the man. Cam. He's Jamie. We got B Nicks. We got Strong. Make sure you fucking subscribe to his Twitch, Strong Monopolis. Yep. We got our boys out here. Thank you, boys, for having a great weekend with us. Hi, everybody in the background. Like I pretend like we have twenty seven thousand people here. Thank you, boys, in the background. We appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. 
that's my final thought. Stu, any final thoughts? That's it. All right. Well, I think you guys talked, uh, like, last week I wasn't on the pod because I was fucking, I lost a good buddy of mine there. Big Dave passed away. I think you guys talked about it there last week, but uh, I just got to, we always end the pod with uh, something he always taught us. And the guy, like, I, I don't even have words for how much uh, I love this guy. He's one of my best buddies. So um, we'll end the pod as we always do, but uh, shout out Big Dave. And uh, something he always said was, if you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, be good at it.